You're listening to Talk Amongst Friends with your hosts, Kayleen and Carrie. We'll be talking about subjects that actually affect the common people. Yes, we are the common people. We are not stars. We are not getting paid for this. We're doing this for fun. So come join us. You're listening to Talk Amongst Friends. Today, my guests are Kim and Amber. And of course, my co-host Carrie is here. We're going to be talking about politics and how we feel about that. We thought we'd do this today because the election is right around the corner and we want to talk about how we feel. Hey, how's everybody doing today? Hey, hey. Um, Still trying to recover (laughs) from that sham of a Supreme Court justice appointment. But other than that, I'm good. I think we could all agree on that sham, that it was indeed a scam. I mean, obviously, these Republicans aren't really going to hold true to their own word because I'm sorry, didn't they didn't they keep Obama from um, his pick? And didn't they say not in an election year or not before? But now they're going back saying, well, he did it in January or February and it was an election year. But that's not what they said. They said at the end of his term, we're not going to do this because it's an election year and the next standing president should have the right to do that. Correct. Well, and they actually were like eight months, right? Yeah, he nominated uh, Merrick Garland in February of that election year, and they would not give him a hearing. But they took this pick as people had already started voting. Right. And what's interesting about it is that they had all these recordings out there. Lindsey Graham actually had said point blank you can use my words against me if it happens in the next presidency. And it did happen, but they don't care. So convenient. Very convenient. But you know what's interesting? You're right, Kayleen. They don't care because, as Donald Trump said on the debate stage, we're in control, so we can do what we want to do. We control the Congress. We control the president. So we... We're doing it because we can. Right. Right. So, I mean, I guess, you know, I don't want another repeat of 2016. I'm not going to lie. When 2016 happened, man, I I literally went into a depression. Like, I couldn't even believe what had happened. And um, I think a lot of us are nervous about that happening again. But at the same time, I'm trying to hang on to the hope that that's not what's going to happen. Because we have people voting in droves, okay? It's unprecedented. The early voting is already, I believe, was it last numbers were like three to six million more? We're actually doing early voting right now. The last report I heard last night on the news was five million. Okay, I knew I was close. So, yeah, so there's already more people voting. I mean, they're standing in 11 hour lines, which is bullshit. We all know. Such. We all know that's voter suppression. When you're in a different neighborhood or a different state and there's other people that can go and vote early and they're done in 15 minutes, as opposed to someone else in a different neighborhood, same state that can't, that can't vote. They're, they're standing in line for 11 hours as opposed to 15 minutes. There's something wrong there. That's called voter oppression. If your vote didn't count, they wouldn't be trying so hard to suppress it. But people can't understand that. Not only is that, 
but my family, my family is kind of the same exact way. Like they're like, well, my vote doesn't matter. So I'm not, I'm not voting. Well, then you know what, if you ain't going to, if you're not going to exercise your right to vote, then shut the hell up. You cannot be complaining about Trump or anything that's happened. You know, I mean, everybody got this $1,200 stimulus check. They thought it was the best damn thing ever. I certainly hope to hell you still have that in your bank account. Because if you don't, guess what? That shit's coming out of your taxes in May. So I'm just saying, nothing is free. Nothing in this world is free. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah, I don't know how you guys that money was to our money in the first place. It's like everybody thought because Donald J. Trump's name was on the check, that was his loot. Let me understand something. The budget is funded with taxpayer dollars. So all they doing is giving us back some of our money. Exactly. And the only reason they were doing it is to keep businesses afloat because who spends money? Po folks, working right. people. Mm-hmm. We're right. the ones who finance cars. We're the ones who finance houses. We're the ones who make them money off the interest that those loans accrue. Mm-hmm. If we Absolutely. ain't paying our mortgage payment, we certainly are not the ones that are losing money. The big banks are. So by all means, let's put money in the hands of people who will spend it. That's a rich oh, point. Because you know the rich people aren't spending money. It's always been on the poor. You That's that's so on target. Yeah. Right. I mean, how many people actually, I, I want to know. I bet you, I, was, I bet you, how many people actually spent that money on bills? I bet you not a lot because it wasn't intended for you to spend money on your bills. They said it, but come on, dude, I guarantee you people ran out and got some new TVs. They got them that Xbox they always wanted. I'm telling you, people spent that money on other stuff and put it right back into the economy instead of paying their bills. Boom. And who benefits from that? Right. You think Walmart is hurting right now? No. But they're acting like they are. McDonald's is booming. Made more money than the law allows during this whole pandemic. They were He's talking about booming. fast food. Yeah. Oh, and I'm sorry. And 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 since we had that new tax law updated, they're not even paying taxes. Oh no. Don't you know they like our president? They prepay all their taxes. Tens oh, of millions of dollars they prepay. Billions and billions and billions. <laughs> and millions and billions and billions. That's right. I mean, I'm kind of, you know what? I'm, I'm kind of nervous about this, this, uh, election, but you know what? I don't care what anybody says. I voted blue all the way down the ballot. I voted blue all the way down. I voted mm-hmm. for Biden. I voted for, I can't say, but I voted for <laughs> my local people. Cause it almost came out. I voted for all my local good people. Catch. Thanks for the Ooh, catch. You a good catch. But I did too. But it was yeah. easy. I didn't have to do as much research this year. Right. Right. It, I mean, it was I, really easy. Yeah, about the only thing I had to do research on was some of the amendments and all that stuff. But, um, judges, you know, it was, yeah, the judges, like, (laughs) I had to read all that. And I was like, there was one judge where I was like, oh, no, that's a no, because guess what? You failed. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, um, you know, if you, I never really read those things. You know what I'm saying? I always just said, yes, yes, yes. But this year was different. Like, I was like, okay, I'm going to make sure I understand everything. And if I didn't, understand it. I actually texted some people and I was like, Hey, how did you vote on this? What, mm-hmm. what is your thoughts on this? You know? And, you know, Leanna got back to me, my friend Barbara got back to me and Barbara like totally gave me this big explanation of why she said 
this. And so it was pretty cool. It was cool to be able to talk some things over with some people about that. But, um, you know, we are in the climate of, I believe, where hate has been incited by this president. But we have a lot of Trumpsters that don't believe that. They don't believe Mm -hmm. that that is happening. Mm -hmm. They don't believe that. Like, if you hear a lot of these people saying, oh, well, racism doesn't exist. White privilege doesn't exist. But a lot of it is because you don't understand the meaning of white privilege. You don't understand, you know, what it's like to be brown unless you have a brown friend. And sure, you if you've ever been with them in a store and paid attention, you realize they are not being treated the way you are being treated. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can give you several examples, but we have normalized this that I've blown it all off. I've blown a lot of it off because I'm so used to it. I'm so used to walking into Walmart and getting followed. Mm-hmm. But I believe this presidency has made racism more prevalent than it's, you know, than it's been since the 60s. It's brought it out. Like, I think it was yeah. lurking behind. It's always been there. But now, and it's like permission to go there. And we've seen what that permission has given people to do. And it well, yeah, is that- amazing to watch people double down on their blindness around it when it has become so obvious everywhere. So what's that about? What's that doubling down on well, I think a lot of it exists. I think mm-hmm. a lot of it is though that Facebook courage because flat out nobody's come up to me and been like, you know, we don't like your kind here. You know what? It's all if you look at it, it's all in the media and it's all on Facebook, Instagram, it's all these people getting keyboard courage, you know, mm-hmm. Twitter, all that stuff. People getting keyboard courage because they're like, oh look, there's some people that believe the same way I do, right on. But it's all keyboard courage. Most of it, if you think about it, I mean, just like we were talking about earlier, people on Facebook (laughs) having fights with people. Yeah, but it's freaky. Yeah, feeling they can say anything and use such language as like hood rats. Like, come on, that's so inappropriate. Where would you ever say that? Would those people have said that? You know, would you have said that if we were down at the local bar that everybody likes to go to? Hell no, because you would have got your butt whooped. Mm -hmm. You would have got taken out right there. Like so many of those people, I wish, I wish one of those people would go ahead, you know, and, and say something like that to me, to my face, but they won't, they won't. They're, they're emboldened by the keyboard. They're keyboard warriors. They're, you know, but I think you see it manifests in a lot of physical violence. I mean, the fact of the matter is you, when you see a black man jogging, minding his business, And you see lay people walking up, shooting him to death on the street in broad daylight. There was a time when racists used to have to wear hoods and come in the cover of night with torches. Nowadays, they just roll up to you in broad daylight and take pictures. Yeah. I mean, mean, it took them two months. It took them two months to, to arrest those guys. Yeah, it took them even to talk to about it. Those guys. They chased them down with happened. a freaking truck. Number one, who cares if he was in an empty house that was being built? That doesn't matter. Maybe he was curious about it. Maybe he was like, oh, I wonder what it looks like before they build a house. How many people have probably done that? Have seriously done that without thinking they're going to. He didn't take anything from that property. There's cameras yeah. on that property. He did not take a damn thing. He went through, looked, checked it out and walked out. And maybe, God forbid, he was actually looking because he might want to buy one of those. Oh, well, God forbid any of us, you know, that are of color can afford a house, can afford, you know, I don't know. 
I don't know, can I afford the Nikes that I wear? Dude, I literally had somebody say, literally, I forgot all about this. I am not lying. Somebody said, hmm, somebody must have got their tax check. Like taxes must be in. Like somebody said that to me about my shoes. And you know what? It didn't even, that's what I mean. Like it didn't click until just now that we are talking about it. Right now, it didn't even click. And I was like, like it didn't even click till just now. So it, it's so normalized that people say shit like that, mm -hmm. you know? That that's like that that's like somebody somebody gave me this example. I'm not gonna say any names, but somebody at work got engaged and literally another person looked at him and said, Oh, is he still paying on that? Why? Because she's black? Okay. Uh, right. That's jacked up. And so those are the little undertones that we get from people, but it's so normal to us that we don't think anything about that. Like it doesn't even Literally, somebody said, is he still paying on that? Are you mm -hmm. freaking kidding me? Instead of congratulations, that's awesome. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. No, this, and, and it was, this person's black and this person was white. So that's, that's, that's a good example right there. And then, you know, somebody telling me that about my tennis shoes. Oh, tax money must've came in. Really? No, dude, I got a savings account. I got a savings account that has money in it. I, if I want to go and buy me another pair of those shoes, guess what? I can go buy me another pair of those shoes, mm -hmm. literally. But people mm -hmm. think because I'm Mexican, well, I identify as Mexican, um, but people think because I'm a person of color that I can't immediately, I can't afford that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jesus, you know, and it, this is going to be so funny. I have a truck that I pay for. It's a 2019 Dodge Ram 1500. That's not a cheap truck, but I didn't put it out there because I was like, people are going to start talking shit and being like, Oh, well, how does she get that kind of money to buy that? Do you see what I'm saying? So there was like, I never even put it on Facebook, even though I love this truck. And that's one of the reasons why I didn't put it on there. Cause I didn't want to deal with that, man. So well, I don't know what your experience is around that. The presumption that people of color don't make enough to afford that. Mm -hmm. Let's really dig into why that is. I mean, it was interesting because I was watching a news program and they posted income data and they were talking about how for every dollar that a white male in the workforce makes, an Asian female makes 90 cents. A white female makes 75 cents. A black male makes 65 cents. A black female makes 55 cents. A Latina makes 53. Mm. Yeah. Yet, when you look at education data, there are some states where your people of color, in terms of advanced academic degrees, mm -hmm. have more than the majority population. And yet, those are the income statistics. Mm. Yeah. So when you make a comment to me on my job about, well, dang, is your dude still paying for that? Why would he be? Could it be because he's not being paid what he's worth? Right. Mm. 
And when you throw out all that data about how well the economy is doing and how the jobs numbers are going up and everybody's got a job. Yeah, but let's talk about underemployment and the fact that most people have to have two jobs just to make a livable wage. Yeah, you're employed. Yeah, you got 8% unemployment in the country. Everybody got a job. But is it the job paying them a livable wage, first of all? And second of all, is it a job paying them what they're worth? What they would make if you were truly in a level playing field and a straight competitive situation? You know, let's just be real. If we're going to talk about it, talk about it. Right. And the thing about it is all that is wrapped up in politics. Yes, it is. I mean, the minimum wage is wrapped up in politics. And, you know, I was one of those people, I got to be honest with you, like, I don't know that everybody deserves $15 across the board. I, I struggle with that. I really do struggle with that. And I struggle with that because really honestly, like you look at it. I don't really look, I, when, when I, when I was a kid, I worked at Burger King. I've been working since I was 14. I wasn't like, Oh, Burger King is like my way of my way to, of the future. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to become a general manager at Burger King and that's what I want to do. To me, Burger King isn't really, per se a career, I guess, I guess I'm trying to get at, like, um, it's not something where I would be like, okay, I started out as a line cook. Yeah. I'm gonna go to a cashier next year. I'm going to be a, you know what I mean? Like, like for me, that's not like, to me, those should be like entry level jobs for kids. You know, if you do something like like that, that. all the fast food should be like for kids. But dude, I was working with a guy that was like 38 still working at McDonald's. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So I, and and we all used to talk shit. We were all like, "Damn, this motherfucker's like forty working at Burger King with us." Hell no, you know. But for me, I use that as an example to get the hell out. But I think a lot of people are stuck. Um, you know, in those. So I mean, I think I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but I know what I'm trying to say, but I can't get it out. But. I, I struggled with that. I struggled with them. I struggled with them earning $15 an hour. Okay. Because it's going to shoot all the prices up. Everything's going to go up, right? Everything. So, and I understand, but then at the same time, it's like, you're not even making a livable wage there either, because how are you going to pay your rent? When we all know where we live, the rents have skyrocketed. The average mean was like fourteen fifty six for a one bedroom apartment where we live. Dude, my mortgage is like 1500. How the hell can a one bedroom apartment be the same as my mortgage? Like that freaks me out because you know damn well somebody making 750 an hour can't afford that. But I mean, do the math. Huh. Do the math. You yeah. you can't that's on a that's not affordable. And if it is, you got to live with like five other people mm-hmm. in a one bedroom apartment. So Do you know at the beginning of this Kayleen, you said something about McDonald's, right? We talked about how much money they're making right now. And when I've seen, I've come full circle on this. I felt the same way as you. But when I've seen how much the the upper echelon of their organizations are making and how little the people that are there that are the line cooks are making. So a couple thoughts. One is, are we still in that place? Are those still entry-level jobs in our culture as today? I don't know. I felt like it was a lot different when I was younger. I feel like today it, it's it's changed. I don't think people, I don't think this is a job that you necessarily start off as a high schooler and then go somewhere else. 
I also think there's disparity going on with um, distribution of wages within these organizations. That's they are awesome. making money hand over fist. Right. So right. they can afford but they're not to pay paying their employees. They're not paying their employees. And re- I've read some pretty credible articles that have said that when you pay people a livable wage, it actually doesn't raise prices that much. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, That's though. True. I mean, if you think about it, though, they're, they're going to use that as inflation because let's say, I mean, look at it now. OK, so you go to you. Tina went to Burger King the other night. Right. So she orders like a chicken sandwich meal, their regular chicken sandwich, you know, the long chicken sandwich that everybody loves. She probably put some cheese on it. <laughs> she got fries and a Coke, whatever. I was on the phone with her and they were like, that's going to be like 1056. I said, for a fucking meal? Like I about like lost my shit. Like I was like, dude, we ain't going, you ain't, you can't eat at Burger King no more. You got to order for the dollar menu. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I mean, think about that. We used to be able to go there and we could get like, what happened to the $5 meal? It is no longer in existence anymore. So where is all that cash going to? It's obviously not going. You're right. Good, 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 good info there, Amber, because you're right. I mean, but I know some people that are like managers that are making like 30,000 right. a year, 40,000. They should be making more than that. I mean, yeah, these fast food restaurants are raking it in. You are right. McDonald's has not lost any money this quarter. Or this Retail year. managers in clothing stores, yeah. uh, Walmart managers in clothing stores. You know, the shit. challenge for me, like you said, Amber, to to your point is where is the distribution of wealth within an organization? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you are going to congregate all of the profit at the top and you're not going to trickle down any of that benefit, then the definition of stupidity is continuing to do the same thing over and over again, mm-hmm. expecting a different result. Yeah. Why do we keep operating in trickle down theory when we've seen year after year, generation after generation that trickle down doesn't work? So Reaganomics. Right. Exactly. You that a lot of right right. We gotta let that go. It's gone. Right. Right. And I, mean, but, I don't have the figures in front right. of me, but uh, CEOs are making so much more than they were making back in Reagan's it's day. I mean, yeah. that is yeah. spread out so far. I was in That's an organization true. in the early 2000s, and they were talking about our organization was going down. It was during sort of that dot com Enron bubble that you know popped. And um, we were going to be sold. Our company was going under. And we had these big team meetings as we kept getting layoffs and layoffs. And, you know, the CEOs would wanted us to stay on. So they're up there, you know. And someone comes to the mic and they're like, you know, you guys have your golden parachutes. You know, you're going to be fine. But I'm looking at the seat cushion and I'm thinking, ah, not so much. And that analogy has never lost me. And we see that happening over and over again. We are not protecting people in this country, workers in this country. We've lost that um, perspective of keeping some, oh, I don't have the words right now, but I don't know, some fairness, some equity in this system um, and protecting workers. And we need to get back to that. Well, yeah, not only only are we not protecting the workers, but we're not protecting the buyers either. If you know what I mean, like, um, I don't know if you guys saw this, but I saw this video and I think it was on Facebook of these people. They were a a mixed couple 
and they were selling their home. So they had somebody come out and they had somebody do the estimate of their home, right? They lowballed their asses, lowballed them. And they knew immediately it was because she was black. So mm-hmm. check this shit out. This gets crazy. So these people took all of her pictures down, all of them, all of it, every single thing, and right? How far did it so, went? Yep. So they got another person to come in and he was just there. He wasn't there with his wife. There were no pictures of him and his wife together, nothing. Their house came in at over a hundred thousand dollars more than the last person. And that goes to show the disparity mm-hmm. of the United States, whether it's in work or whether it's in selling or buying homes. Yeah. And I, and I, I can tell you, know you funny is I that thank God true. we got our house from a mixed couple. We bought our house from a damn mix. We got damn lucky now that I think about it. But when we sell this home, yikes, are we going to get freaking screwed? It's a I big can tell possibility. You, that was our real estate when my spouse and I sold our home. That was our real estate agent's first directive was to take down all of the pictures in our house because we are a mixed couple. We're a mixed couple. And well, not that, that I was the you first. You were just part. a mixed couple. Well, on top of the fact that we are gay, which would have really thrown things into and the your hopper. partner. But your partner, my partner, is very male. Was very male presenting at the time. So the fact of the matter is, you probably would have had to look real close. But you didn't have to look real close to tell. That I am a person of color. Right. That's real right. obvious right off the bat. Right. And then our adopted children are also children of color. So our real estate agent yeah. was like, oh, no, we need to take all of that down. And a lot of real estate agents will say, oh, you need to declutter. Prospective buyers don't like clutter. No, our real estate agent was just straight up with us. And a lot of real estate agents are not. But they right. will tell you point blank. Like we don't like down. color. I mean, clutter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. So, you know, I don't know. We're kind of off, off the subject. We, we started talking about politics, but I think all this wraps up in that because going back to the minimum wage thing, it has. So what I was saying is it has been there since 2000. What was it? 2011 or no, I'm sorry. 2007. Yeah. It's been the same. What is it? 715? 785, I think. 75. So it's been that way for the span of what, 10 plus years, obviously. At least. Yeah. And it's never been changed. So, but that, I think that gives them a basis not to pay more to these people. So now my, my mind on this is kind of changing a little bit. Um, 15 bucks is still hard for me to grasp and still hard for me to justify. And I say that because I mean, I make decent money where I'm at. I make good money, but I'm like, dude, 15 bucks ain't too far. You know what I mean? Too far behind me. Right. And I got a degree, you know I mean? And that's another thing that's keeping me from getting my degree, Carrie, is that as a social worker or as a counselor with your MA, the mean is like 45 to Mm $55,000. Excuse me. I make that more than that without a master's. So- It's like like the, the, them, like the, they, they, they set up what they think is livable, which is not livable. 
everybody deserves a living wage, right? But they, but then they, it's like this class antagonism. They let people fight amongst themselves. Like, well, like thinking that one is better than the other when they should be paying you tons more. They should be getting, for some reason, they've, they've helped to get it set in our mind that 15 is a lot. It is not a lot. And they have the the means to give everything to everyone and it's it goes into medication it goes into paychecks True. you know it's like i don't know if it's because it's like a meritocracy they they build the scale You're right religion and society like oh because of what they do or but everyone whether they're sick sober or not like everybody deserves that but whoever is in charge they're just getting fat on on all the money and drunk right. with power right. and all of us are fighting amongst ourselves trying to exactly you know, and it's just, it's fucking heartbreaking because what is so crazy about everybody having a living Getting way? their share, right? Getting right? their yeah. share. Like, like, what is fair share? You know what I mean? Like some people, because we're so, I mean, it's a capitalist society. That's what we are. That's what the United States backbone is. It's capitalism. We're built on that. And, you know, it's funny. It's kind of like back in the day when people were like, oh, a bunch of communists. Well, did you ever look up these definitions of communism, socialism, oh, and all that, and actually read them? With a good time. <laughs> no, like if like, they were actually done correctly, it wouldn't be actually that bad. But people make it out to be like, oh my God, it's the evilest fucking thing on the planet. You know, fuck these commies, fuck these. Well, well yeah, I mean, communism is obviously the- bad when you have one person at the top fucking making all the money and, you know, Hitler at the top making all the money. And nobody else is getting shit. Yeah. I'm in a capitalist a society, but I'm not a capitalist. I don't have capital. I'm working for the capitalists. Right. <laughs> right. Well, right. And that's exactly that's it. And like, like people, you know, like. Jesus it, Christ. It's funny because it's the people that are making, you know, $250,000 plus that are looking down on us as, you know. I mean, I've seen these people. I've been to their homes. I've been to their. And, and they're not bad people. They're not bad people. They just land us some good ass jobs. But I, I will tell you, I don't know a lot of people that are of color making that much money living in those houses. And why? I really it? don't. Unless they're a football player, basketball player. Most people aren't. I mean, if you look at corporate America, most VPs ain't black, Mexican. No, they're Chinese. Not. I mean, you know, but but they do have a, an advantage because everybody thinks Asians are smart. And that's kind of jacked up in itself. But it's you just know, like you so. said, Carrie, they have done such a good job of pitting us against one another because they have suggested that we cannot enlarge the pie. If you enlarge the pie, everybody's piece gets larger. But instead, what they've said is that there is a finite pie. And the only way you're going to get a larger slice is if somebody else gets a smaller slice. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that makes no sense because if you're in a capitalist society, like you said, Kayleen, if people actually read the definition of what they are proposing, a capitalist society is about turning money over, regenerating that money, making sure that that dollar passes through several different thresholds before it lands. What do we do in this capitalist society? We take money from the working We let it pass through a couple of thresholds until it gets to the top and that's where it ends. 
because wealthy people don't finance. Wealthy people save. Wealthy people do not give. They reinvest in their companies and take it as a tax write-off, but they don't actually give. They don't make charitable contributions that are an investment in their communities that can be turned Mm. over and regenerated. So we don't even actually understand how to properly operate a capitalist society. Well, hey, they don't forget. Some of them invest in the church. Oh, true. Oh, God. I'm just saying. And let's be real. Weren't we just talking about that again? Yes, we were. Where does that money stop? Let's be real about the church. They need to start taxing the churches. Okay. Because there's a lot of money wrapped up in that. Speaking of churches, I don't like the church being in my Supreme Court. So No. (laughs) I agree. Can we talk about a separation of church and state? Yes. Can we talk about that? That's what I was just going to say. You know, people, you hear a lot of people saying, well, They've taken God out of the schools. They've taken this out of the schools. You promise? Blah, blah, blah. Get the hell out of here, dude. <laughs> I mean, until you want to put other religions in schools, then shut up. Right. Seriously. In the first place. Like, you want to start talking about you people coming back to how it was yeah. founded. But yet that argument just falls away when you talk about that. We were founded on a separation of church and state. That was yes, the whole reason this country Thank was you. founded. And yet you. they bring up all of these arguments. But when it comes to yes. that one, nope, nope. We want, we want Christian, a right, a Christian right faith embedded right. in our government. Right. Well, you know what? There's more religions around the world than Christianity. I'm sorry. I'm a pagan. Mm-hmm. And a pagan wasn't really easy even the term because we're called pagans because they were the heathens, right? I believe in a god and a goddess. I believe in peace. I believe in, you know, treat people well, as the Christians you want to be ripped treated. off the pagans anyway, you know. Oh, well, yeah, let's talk about, let's <laughs> talk about Christmas. All the, all the Christian holidays are based around pagan it's holidays. Pagan holiday. they wanted to, because they wanted to. They wanted to wipe out the pagan ho- the holidays, so there you have it, Christmas. They also Easter, wanted to convert people and uh, bring all the pagan them. part in, so that they could like convert them and you know make what it more appealing. The Christmas tree is the Christmas tree is pagan. I hate to tell you. <laughs> well, and as a devout Christian, let me just tell you right now, half the stuff that they attribute to the Bible, they need to open one and actually read it, mm-hmm. because in the first place. If you want to bring religion into it, it's about equity. It's about inclusion. Wasn't Jesus Christ is a familiar figure to many people. So let me just throw it on out there. Wasn't Jesus Christ a poor child? Wasn't Jesus Christ an outcast? Didn't Jesus Christ run around having dinner with the lepers and the outcasts of the world? Didn't he say that you were supposed to take up for the widows and the orphans? If, in fact, you are a Christian, explain to me how you can justify separating parents Mm. from their children at the border because supposedly their parents committed the ultimate sin of wanting to cross the border into the U.S. Excuse me. Didn't your Bible tell you let he who is without sin cast the first stone? So if you ain't never done nothing wrong, then maybe we should maybe we should understand that. If you can't live by those terms, if you cannot stand on the conviction of what you're saying in all instances, then you can't stand on the conviction of what you're saying in any instance. Mm-hmm. That's just like we, the people, 
is supposed to mean everybody. Right. So no matter, something... no matter what, no matter what religion, no matter what race you are, it does not matter. And it should not matter. But people say, you know, people like to run around and be like, oh, I don't see color. I see Americans. Get the hell out of here. Dude. Use a lot. Yeah. Get Use the hell lot. out of here. You do too see color. Because and you know what? If we you were see all gender Americans, identity. That's I for understand. Sure. If we were all Americans, then there wouldn't be, you know, black on the little census thing, right? I mean, we wouldn't have to fill out Come what on. I am or whatever. But Come on. I mean, in a sense, we need color as far as like trying to explain what somebody looks like when there's a police issue going on, right? I mean, like when there's a suspect of murder, we have to be able to tell that they are white, black, Mexican, Asian, whatever. But when it comes to other things, we can write that off. We can move that off and be like, we are all humans. We are all Americans. We are all inclusive. But America is not an all-inclusive club. It never has been. Even not though that's the a great experiment. The great experiment was supposed to be about building a country where people were knitted together based on their belief in a common ideology, not in a common bloodline, not in a common hereditary characteristic, not in a common knitted together biologically. No, the whole idea, the whole premise was that we all believe in the same thing, which is that all people are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. Note they said creator. To your point, Kayleen, they didn't say God. They didn't say Allah. They didn't say any. They said your creator. Whoever you deem that to be. And if something is the law of the land, then it ought to apply to everybody. Right. Or it doesn't apply to anybody. If marriage is the law of the land, then if I'm a black consenting adult marrying a white consenting adult, that's the law of the land. If I'm a female consenting adult marrying a female consenting adult, that's the law of the land. It's not gay marriage. It's not straight marriage. It's marriage, period. Either it is or it isn't. Yep. And I think going and actually bringing this up, I think that a lot of people with Coney Barrett being in there now, a lot of this shit could get repealed. A lot Mm -hmm. of this shit could get peeled back. And a lot of people are freaking out about this right now. I mean, I'm serious. Dude, I told my partner, I was like, oh my God. Like, we need to do this, like, now. Like, we got to figure this shit out. Like, I've been researching this shit on, online right now, trying to get our marriage license and all this shit, because I'm like, we need to do this now. Because technically, we have a child, okay, that we are responsible for. And if something happens to one of us two, mm-hmm. what's going to happen to that child, number one? Number two, what's going to happen to my insurance money or her insurance money? It needs to, we need to make sure that shit goes to the right parties and that she is covered. So yeah, we're gonna get married. Fuck that. I, I'm like, we better do this now before this shit, so that we're grandfathered mm-hmm. in, because I don't want to deal with with what what could possibly come, you know. And um, again, this is all political, right? I mean, yeah. our rights, our human human rights, are political, it, and it's kind of sad the way that we're all in fear right now, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yes. Um, It shouldn't happen that way, but people can't understand. You know what I mean? Like I have some friends that are like big ass Trump supporters, 
But at the same time, are they really my friends? Do you really give a shit about me? Because this guy is immoral, but yet they're all saying, well, I don't like his morality, but I support some of his policies. What fucking policies? What are they buying with that bag? What you you buying? The policy to... I actually watched an assessment today of all of his campaign promises from 2016. They're all the same as they are right now. And none of them came through. Did the Mexico pay for the wall? No. No. And he was just like, boom, 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 boom. No, no, no. Nothing. Yep. And this whole idea that... He is running on the same ticket that he ran in 2016, promising the same exact shit that he did then. None of that has come through. They're men. Like, oh yeah. Me- he could bark job. like a dog. He could bark like a dog, and they would be like, "He's so fu-. like they." Do you know what yeah, I mean? Down. It doesn't because it's a cult. They're men's right. It is it a cult. cult. Yes. He's not actually. When he said, "I can stand on Fifth Avenue in broad daylight and shoot someone and he get away with it," he was absolutely right. Look at the stuff that he's yep. gotten away with. Yep. He has managed the the largest debt. In yep. presidential history, and yep. the conservative Republicans who are always so debt conscious that they couldn't feed people, they couldn't afford health care for people, they let him do it. Yep. He's they have no always... fault. What's our what? death rate up to now? Exactly. How many Americans he's allowed to die? Oh, but COVID, 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 COVID. All they talk no, about is COVID. This COVID, COVID, COVID. They're about to put restraints on us again. And this fool stand there saying, oh, we're rounding the corner. It's going yeah. away. But yet his followers are like, yeah, it's going away. They're all showing up without masks. Assalamu alaikum. Bye. Okay. How many super spreader and events have we had that have been tied to the White you. House? Right. And your yep. vice presidential yep. staff is now infected. And people First are still of all, everybody associated with the president. And we're an embarrassment it, to the world. It is embarrassing to be an American right now. People laugh at us. We get. People are keeping us out of their countries. Exactly. For God's sake. As but they the should. only place we can go As right now should. is Mexico. Thank you, Amber. Like, and Mexico should them. close their borders, Thank too. You for not letting us in. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mexico should Our close their borders, too. Right now. Well, and what plan does he have? I mean, seriously, when you ask the man, power blank, he just wants to make a very beautiful. What your plan is. We're going to make a well, very beautiful medical plan. plan. We've got we're going to get rid of Obamacare, and we're going to make a very... You know, he said, we're going to make a very beautiful plan. Yes. What do you mean, make a plan? You've been saying that you had a plan since before the 2016 election. You don't even have a goddamn plan. Where is it? But and everything's are coming in convinced. two weeks. These people are still convinced. Vinced. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Repeal Obamacare. You retards. I, I two just, weeks. The man I says everything believe. is coming in two weeks. He's going to release his taxes in two weeks. We're going to have a vaccine in two weeks. We're going to have a plan in two weeks. This man has been promising things in the next two weeks for three, almost four years. Really? Can you people not do math? Yo, tomorrow never comes, bro. Never. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just never. saying. Tomorrow. Be a theme song. Tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. <007 style. laughs> I mean, but when serious. you when you've attached your wagon to a fool yes. like that, you it is they just cannot detach. They cannot detach. Watching people double down on this commitment yeah, to him and continue to be blind, it's like it is infuriating. And I don't understand. I mean, I kind of understand it from a psychological perspective, but it scares the shit out of me to watch it because it is like a cult being taken over 
our entire country. Yo, Jim Jones, if this fool said drink the Kool-Aid, every single one of his supporters at his rally, knowing damn well it was laced with poison, would drink that fucking Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. Because Their masks dead. are the Kool-Aid, right? Dead. There's cure. Cure <laughs> yeah. will be here by the That's time you finish the drinking that. The cure will be here by the time you finish drinking that. People would still drink that shit because they believe him. They believe. They don't even cure. have to promise the man. The man don't even have to promise a cure. I mean, let's look at it. He's standing no, up there coming. talking about. Look at me. I had coming. COVID and I'm over it. I'm Superman. In I three mean, days. Really? In three fucking oh, days. I have Trumpsters in my sorry. family that believe it's all a hoax. Did you know? Oh that? yes, it's a government it's a hoax. hoax. That's what I was told. They're preparing. Wow. It's a hoax, and they're preparing us for government takeover. It was what I was told. How many people number. have died and said that it was a hoax? Like, there's that dude on Facebook. I don't know if you guys saw that shit. The dude on Facebook was like, I'm not wearing a mask. It's a hoax. Blah, blah, blah. And this was like June 20th. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yep, I looked this up all of his info. This motherfucker was dead by July 4th. Yeah. Look at Herman Cain. He's at one of the rallies, maskless. Oh, he's a big well, supporter. Next Tulsa. time you see him, he's in a box. They putting him in the ground. I'm sorry. He's yeah. Dead. Oh, bye. Mm-hmm. Good thing you went to that rally. Yeah. But if you look at his rallies, like the one that he had on the White House lawn when he first came back. Did you see that shit? Everybody was wearing the same clothes and they were literally next to each other. Nobody had masks oh, on. And I was like, are these people serious right now? Like, nobody believes this shit is real. Check this out, man. This guy where I work got it. He got it. He was on a ventilator for days, okay? He came back to work. He's sitting there talking to me. I'm looking at him. I'm like, dude, what's wrong with your eye? I'm like, your left eye is really droopy. Are you okay? He's like, oh, I've just been really tired. And you know, you can chalk that off to tired, right? Sometimes because people do get tired. So we sat there, we talked for another maybe 10 minutes. He goes back. By the time he got back to his fucking office, his manager was dialing 911 because they thought he had a stroke. Well, he actually had Bell's palsy. <gasps> the beginning of Bell's palsy. So see, this shit is no joke. You're, people are getting other shit. The long-term People are sick for months and months. And we're going to yes. know in, in decades all the damage it did to our population. But these yes. people are going to continue to deny it. Drives me yeah. crazy. Yeah, well. And yep. they're getting reoccurrences. People mm-hmm. are showing up yes. being reinfected. Shut up about the herd humidity. It doesn't, or it doesn't this exist. Fool said, no, it doesn't. Fool? I'm immune. I'm immune to everybody. I guess I'm immune. Mm-mm. What? Really? There's no immunity. No. There is no well, immunity. Well, he said it on national television. Our, the President of the United States is immune. Like, I, I, I just wonder, like, what planet we're on because, like, it, you know what? I understand that people hear things differently and people have different perceptions of things, but how can so many people listen to this guy's lies after lies after lies and they still have the same perception of him that he's the goddamn coming of the next Messiah? Like it's brainwashing, dude. I, I can't even like I, I agree. can't wrap my brain it around is. how that is even like okay. Well, I mean, sometimes I don't, only I don't care. Take what we're watching is a major mental well, health crisis across our country it yes. is brainwashing this is crazy this is you no know, we need to compare it to things that happened in, in in nazi germany i'm sorry but this is what happened i mean we are here yeah. there again that's yeah, right, we're, right. Not, I mean, right. To, we're good at pointing our fingers at other folk right. but i think we need to look at our own national history i mean this yes. is not the first time yeah. this has happened You're right yeah. do we remember the civil war 
Do we remember how house was divided against house, how brother actually was killing brother? I think it was so appropriate that Joe Biden delivered the speech on a house divided against itself at Gettysburg. Because people need to understand he who does not know his history is destined to repeat it. That's right. right. We in this nation are divided. We are almost equally divided. And this truly is about a fight for the soul of this nation. We are either going to decide that we truly are we the people or we're going to decide that we're not. That's right. Well, one of the things that that I was thinking about that I've, I've, I've basically said is, you know, everybody's always like, well, history repeats itself and blah, 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 blah. But do you know why history repeats itself? I'm about to tell you the super secret. History repeats itself because we have never made the necessary changes to move on from that shit. And until Mm -hmm. we make those necessary changes, guess what? It's going to continue to happen the way it has always happened. There's never been a reckoning here. There has nope, never been never real, it. it's just been actual, open reckoning. It's the proverbial sweep that shit under the rug and pretend like we just moved on. Yeah. And for you evangelicals who might be listening, remember Christ said, if you don't get the lesson the first time, I'm going to keep teaching it to you until you do get it. It's a lot like karma, dude. Right? That's what I keep yeah. preaching as to a lot of people, people that I'm trying oh, to lot mentor, of people that I'm trying to mentor, things like that is, you know what? You're going to keep attracting the same people. You're going to keep going through the same shit oh. until you learn the lesson. If you do not learn the lesson, you will do it over and over because I've heard so many people, God, why do I keep attracting the same ass loser dude? Gee, I don't know because you didn't learn from the last time you got your ass whooped. Boom! I'm just saying. Boom! And I know Boom. some of it. I know that some of it is mental because you know what? A lot of people that get into those do, do not let me let me say let, let me clear this up. Okay, not everybody has mind over matter like I do. Not everybody's like Kayleen. Not everybody can do what I've done. Mm-hmm. But it starts within you. If you don't believe in yourself or can love yourself enough to remove yourself from those situations, you're going to be stuck. You're always going to be stuck in those situations. And that has to do with your own self-respect, your own self-esteem. I mean, it's hard when somebody tears your ass down and I know it's hard to get out, but there are people there that are willing to help you get out of no matter what situation you're in. If you would just use those people that are there and by use them, I don't mean drain them because a lot of people are emotional vampires and they just drain them because they keep doing the same shit over and over and over. But if somebody helps your ass and they help you get out, take that advice, take that help and move on because guess what's going to happen? If you go back to that same situation, it's going to be the same ass shit. It's like we're attached to this narcissist and we're in this bad traumatic relationship and we've got this portion of us that are just like, oh, if I just do the right thing, if I just cook him the right dinner, it'll he'll deliver, yeah. you know, and they're yeah. so scared and afraid to break out of the relationship because they yeah. fear that they can't have anything better. It's like we don't have self-esteem as a country, you know, right. we don't have confidence yeah. in the country and we are stuck yep. to this bad, bad partner yeah we have the numbers we have the right to do this right now it's time for the people to take it back because man 
I mean, I don't know who thought it was a good idea anyway to vote for this guy. You know, everybody always talks about people's past, right? Well, that was in his past. He, well, motherfucker, if that was in his past, well, guess what? Hillary's emails were in her past. And if you read any of those goddamn emails, you would know that she was talking about going to lunch, dumbasses. Well, what about Benghazi? Motherfucker, four people died in Benghazi. Jesus Christ, 3,000 people died in 9-11 for, the, for fuck's sake. And there were 11 confession. There weren't 11 inquisitions because it was an inquisition. It was an inquisition. What did you do, Amber? They burnt you Hillary did something. What is it, Amber? Confession. Okay. So talking about why people voted for him and, and this whole piece. I didn't vote for him. I'm not going to scare you that I voted for him in 2016. Woo! But here's what's scary. I used to watch his damn show, The Apprentice. And you know the reason I watched that show? Because he was freaking crazy. Because he was just out of his mind it was like and i'm embarrassed to admit it so this is my guilty confession i watched to watch the crazy i watched to watch that man be crazy how frightening it has been that that is the leadership we have that i could i watched him he couldn't even cognitively keep things straight in that show he just went with his emotion all the time he was a complete narcissist and but i was can, hooked to watch run that. our country but he can run our and fucking now country. He runs yeah, the country right the ground Right into the ground. But it's he's real talented too. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Kim. No, no, no. I was just going to say, but people like the QAnon supporters, God bless their little crazy hearts, (laughs) they have the nerve to talk about how Hollywood pedophiles are running the government. Mm -hmm. This dude was a reality TV star from Hollywood of sexually assaulting and abusing women. And he was associated with a convicted pedophile who hung oh, no. himself no, no, in a no, no, jail. Wait a minute, but he kicked him off the island, remember? He kicked oh. him off of his resort. Bitch, he kicked him off his resort because he had, he probably threatened his ass to take him down too. Well, but yet everybody's blaming Hillary and the Clintons for killing this guy. No, you're telling me talked about this, this guy was a friend of Epstein as well. So, uh, hello, people. Right, but he's but very he projecting. He projects. I mean, everything that he accuses mm-hmm. is just a catalog of everything. Yeah, no, You're right, Gary. Like, he was oh, associated with Epstein too, but oh. everybody overlooked that shit. Yeah. Everybody oh, we overlooked that. a lot. We we overlooked uh, grabbing by the pussy, right? But, we don't yeah, care. Exactly. Yep, we don't care. You can grab by the pussy, motherfucker. Some bitch trying to grab me by the pussy or my mother. I'll fuck you up. Mm-hmm. Can, can you imagine if Obama would have ever said anything? Give me a break. Yo, but yet, this was acceptable. Oh, he was sorry, not successful as a businessman. Well, Obama wore a tan suit. Come on. Oh, I know. Oh, and let's not even get me started on the fact that when he spoke up about the racial issue, when the police chief in the college town was accused of not letting the college president who was black in his own house because he had locked himself out, he had forgotten his keys, and the neighbors called and reported a black man breaking into a house in their neighborhood, and that police chief would not even give the president time to show his identification or prove that he lived there. Obama made a comment, a public comment about that, and ended up having to host that police chief and the black president at the White House. He had to make a public spectacle of the fact that he was bringing both sides together and he had to apologize for the comments that he made. But this dude can stand up there and say whatever he wants, 
however he wants, whenever he wants, to whoever he wants, and nothing happens to him. No nope. white mediocrity. Nope. And I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Obama didn't have them eat McDonald's. So I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> Whoa. Just saying. Just and look saying. at all the things he says about women. Any woman who challenges him, man. I have oh, never heard a man in his position talk about women the way he does. <laughs> no, they don't care. They don't care. Talk about anybody the they way still he does. Date his comb over. I mean, <laughs> I, you know what? I honestly hope and pray that this man loses because I can't wait to see what's going to happen to Melania. You guys think she's going to divorce him? Dude, I don't know if you guys saw that meme nope, of that I think box she that she life. handed Obama, that she handed Michelle Obama, and then somebody had it open the box, and they were like, it's in the inside. They had this little thing that said "help." <laughs> I know. I was dead when I saw that because I was like, I know. Oh, it really was in that shit. But look at her, dude. She's fully complicit she, though, too. She, she is. is. She and is then, did you guys see the the voting when he went when they went to go vote? How and he, he checking, was like back and he's looking at her to to look what she was voting. I bet you anybody that's never like president. <laughs> you know she voted for Biden. I know she but voted, anyway. and I know she didn't vote for uh, Trump last time either. She didn't want to be right. Trump probably not. Lady. I mean, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. You know, if we stayed on topic, but who really cares? I mean, we talked about some good stuff here tonight. I do appreciate everyone being here. This was awesome. But um, all I can say is everybody needs to get out and vote. Your vote counts. Yes. Yes. It honestly counts. And people think that it doesn't, but there's other people, there's other races that are happening. There's the House, there's the Senate. Yep. Vote. So and actually, many. even if you don't vote blue and your sorry ass votes red, exercise <laughs> your right to vote. Right. Exercise your too right to vote. Many people died for you to I'm have I'm going to make that a plea right. for young people, too. I work with young people yes. and they're struggling right now. I don't know if you've seen this, but I have a few young people that I work with that haven't got their ballots and I don't want them to give up because more obstacles they give up so reach a hand out help them figure out how to make a phone call figure out where they need to go so they can yep. vote and show up oh, that's a good yep. word. I'm yep. telling you I got right on my phone last night and I was like okay nearest drop box because I'm not mm-hmm. mailing my ballot I went straight I to walked the drop box in. I walked and I got found it and I, my ID girl, I pulled right up to it <laughs> my door got out and I had three I was like yeah I don't think I've ever been so excited to vote in my life. And I have voted oh, since I was 18. I feel the same every, way. Every year. I don't miss right. a vote. But man, I don't think I've ever been as excited as I was to put in my ballot. And I'm, I'm hoping that this is the blue wave. And I know some of you guys are little red wavers out there, but I'm hoping the blue wave just crushes. Just crushes Crap like a like wave. It's going to have to because the courts have been stacked against it. For change to come, it's going to have to. And if this gets the presidency, then hope to God that the House and the Senate is all blue. Yeah, because that is the only way we're going to be able to stop this guy from from ruining our country, really, because we are an embarrassment and we are the laughing stock of the world. I want so bad for our country to be a place that wants to choose to, to know the truth of our history, to be able to make amends and to heal and have everything for everyone, just to have a chance. You know what I mean? I want that to be our country. Yep. And that's why I'm freaking yep. out because what if what if that's not where we are? But at least we're here to exactly. try and throw our voices at it, <laughs> do everything mm-hmm. in our power, say this is right. who we are. You know, right. 
Oh, I've got a lot yeah. of hope. I felt the yeah, same way as Kayleen, right? I've never felt that way dropping off my ballot. I felt like yes. I should be going to celebration afterwards. I'm like, yeah. I, need a party. <laughs> I don't so know, man. And so I'm putting a lot of hope out there, but at the same time, I'm preparing myself to be ready because 2016 was hard. That was hard on that Wednesday. And, you know, whatever comes, oh, I'm going to be yeah. there, but I'm going to keep putting hope forward. Yep. And we keep the we good fight. Keep we keep the good fight. That's right. You know? Unify. Um, we just, it's like, yo, we mm-hmm. just, we just keep, we just keep pushing forward. I mean, that's all we can that's do, right. you know, but it's nice to see that it's, it seems to me like there's more positivity about this. Like there's more people out there. Like there's more people like hell yeah, I'm voting. I mean, look at Atlanta. I mean, these people are standing 11 hour lines. This is amazing. That's amazing. amazing. Word to the motherland, word to those people for actually being out there and doing this, because you know what? I didn't have to wait in line like they did. I, I am waiting. a mail-in balloter for life. So I, we filled our stuff out and we dropped that off. We don't mail it, but we dropped that off. And mm-hmm. that's a godsend. That's something it we is. need to keep. And that's something we need to fight for. That's right. So for all people across absolutely. the country. Thank you. That is hard. All power. Thank you. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Amber. Kim, this is not the last time we will see you because you will be at another podcast but <laughs> hey tonight we were supposed to do something different thank you amber for showing up at the last yeah. minute that is awesome yeah. we appreciate you thank you nice to meet you ladies Terry, thank you for being here and um hey hopefully somebody learned something here hopefully we've made some kind of small difference have a good one guys and that concludes this episode of talk amongst friends thank you for joining us